And we're off. I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is 9 o'clock a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time. We skipped the commercials. That way I was able to start on time. Nice, huh? You, normally we have commercials at the end of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, but we skipped it. Hello, everybody. Joel's <laughs> black. We're live on Periscope, Facebook, DLive, YouTube, Twitch, and of course, Talk Stream Live and JLP Live. I just host. I just got through hosting three hours of the Jesse Lee Peterson show as a guest host. Jesse Lee Peterson was out today. Drink some echinacea tea or echinacea. Some people pronounce it. Drink some echinacea tea to, after today. Hake. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Jesse Lee Peterson will be back, all right? He will be back in time for church and everything else, all right? The Fallen State is happening today. Did I say it's Friday, December 18th, 2020? A week till Christmas. Very nice. I will be getting to your calls, 888-775-3773. I have some Mamma Mia hit pieces from the communist outlet New York Slimes that came out last month against the Epoch Times and against real clear politics, which every now and then, very rarely, but every now and then I come on there and check it out. Um, Justice S gave a tip about House Resolution 6666, four sixes, which was made by none other than Bobby Rush. That's this joke of a congressman who's black, who dressed up, I think, is that the same guy who dressed up in a hoodie, pretending like he's, I am, Trayvon Martin, back during the Trayvon Martin mess? Lots of calls to get to. Um, Yesterday, we talked Flat Earth. The day before that, we talked Dinosaurs. What's next? Anyway. Yes, the fallen state is happening. But let's get on with the show. the Friday show, and that means we're listening to the original The Hake Report theme song made on Christmas Eve. This was made, written and recorded, and put together, mixed on Christmas Eve. Oh, it's The Hake Report, The Hake Report, la la la. Shout out to AJ Gallardo. He wrote that song Christmas Eve, I want to say, uh, 2017. That was the year that the Hake Report with Joel and Esteban started. And then that was the day that they got fired. <laughs> I hosted the Hake Report on Christmas Eve, 2017, by myself. Well, I was interviewing AJ Gallardo. And he made that song. He's like, you know what? 
you need a nice theme song for your podcast. Nice. So appreciate that, AJ. And then uh, Trevor Wesley made it a, the fancy version that has the drop, as well as the Christmas version. Very nice. Appreciate that. So um, I have people on the line. Let me just read to you this b- very brief thing. Because you know how I reference the Epic Times a lot, right? So does, by the way, one of the smartest white men, according to Jesse Lee Peterson, Bill Lockwood. The great Bill Lockwood, who knows a lot about communism and all that stuff, socialism. So the Epic Times, you know, I thought of as being somewhat affiliated with Chinese, pro-America, conservatives who don't like communism. And so what do the New York Slimes do but call them far right? This is a New York Slimes article. Had tip to <laughs> Mark Levin, who, who I'm stealing that from him. He says New York Slimes. So I'm stealing it and I'm using it. Uh, the failing New York Times, as President Trump calls him, wrote this article titled How the Epic Times Created a Giant Influence Machine Since 2016, the Falun Gong-backed newspaper has used aggressive Facebook tactics and right-wing misinformation to create an anti-China, pro-Trump media empire. And that's rich, coming from the New York Slimes, which is a liberal, anti-American, anti-Trump outlet. They push the lie of racism like crazy. They're the ones who took down, in a sense, with the help of the rhinos, sleazy scum of the earth, They took down, uh, who's that guy? Stephen King. Not to be confused with the dumb, liberal, anti-Trump, Trump Trump derangement syndrome, horror author, Congressman Stephen King of Iowa. They said, oh, um, Western civilization, he's a white supremacist. He supports Western civilization and white supremacy. He supports English only. He supports America. He's a decent guy. So they're smearing, and what is Falun Gong? Falun Gong? Supposedly that might be a cult. Like a somewhat, is it Christian? Or what? Affiliated with China. I feel like I've heard of this Falun Gong thing before. Associated with some woman who was, got into some type of trouble up in San Francisco area, a Chinese woman. It's written by Kevin Roos, published actually October 24th, updated November 12th. For years, the Epic Times was a small, low-budget newspaper with an anti-China slant handed out for free on New York street corners. I remember going to tea party events or speaking engagements alongside Jesse Lee Peterson. And I would see, like, somebody handing out the Epic Times and promoting the Epic Times. In 2016 and 2017, the paper made two changes that transformed it, according to this sleazy New York Times people, into one of the country's most powerful digital publishers. Trump shares their stuff. A lot of people do. And their channels on YouTube are doing really well. So the changes also pave the way for the publication, which is affiliated with the secretive and relatively obscure Chinese spiritual movement, Falun Gong, to become a leading purveyor of right-wing misinformation. And I think of New York, not New York Times, I think of the Epic Times as being pretty much 
objective. Pretty much objective. <clears throat> Some of them have their opinions. But anyway, they say first they embraced Trump, President Trump, treating him as an ally in the Falun Gong's scorched earth fight against China's ruling Communist Party. Scorched earth fight against the Chinese Communist How else are you supposed to fight against communists? These people want you to be nicey-nice with them? Kevin Roos, R-O-O-S-E. Not familiar with him before. This is the writer of this dumb article. So they said, it's relatively staid coverage of U.S. politics. I don't know what that means. Became more partisan with more articles explicitly supporting Mr. Trump and criticizing his opponents. Well, good for them. They support right. They don't support evil. You can't pretend that, that Trump, who supports what's right, and these other people have moral equivalency. You can't. Around the same time, the Epic Times bet big on another powerful American institution, Facebook. They uh, started doing a novel strategy that involved creating dozens of Facebook pages and filling them with feel-good videos and viral clickbait. Clickbait. <laughs> Isn't that smart? And then using them to sell subscriptions and drive traffic back to their so-called partisan news coverage. As if the New York Slimes is nonpartisan. Give me a break. These people are the lying scum of the earth. So they go on and talk about right-wing stuff and the founder of Falun Gong and how they rival Daily Caller and Breitbart and all that stuff. They seem to be pretty objective. I take pretty much everything that I read with a bit of a grain of salt because you just don't know what's really going on. But they stayed pretty objective throughout this election thing. That's when I started paying more attention to them because they weren't calling the election beforehand, ahead of time. So right on to them. And they got a nice hit piece uh, against them from the New York Slimes, so that's another notch in their favor. Right on. Congratulations to the Epoch Times. Theepochtimes.com, and it's, it's spelled epoch, right? And I think the British pronounce it epoch. Americans who know how it's pronounced pronounce it epoch. <laughs> E-P-O-C-H. E-P-O-C-H. So, right on. Congratulations. And I don't know anything about the Falun Gong or whatever. But there are all kinds of weird um, religious Asian people who support um, President Trump. For example, the Moonies. You ever heard of the Moonies? Supposedly they're a, a cult as well. I forget if they're based in China or what. Or if they're Japanese or or what? The Moonies. Named after their guy who he claimed to be, I think he claimed to be like the, the second coming of Christ. Something along those lines. But I don't know a whole lot about it. But at least politically they're right. It's kind of like, you know, there's a whole bunch of people who are right for what's right. And maybe some of us have different weird things about us. Some flat earthers, but still for what's right politically and stuff like that, or want to be Christians. Many of them say they're Christians. Some of them are fallen state people, like they're angry, nasty, beat you, beat you over the head with it. Um, all kinds of stuff. But uh, this, this little hit piece didn't convince me about uh, 
about the Epic Times being misinformation. They didn't name any misinformation. President Trump generally tells the truth, and that's why he's hated. Uh, I know that Tucker Carlson has made that point. Jesse Lee Peterson has made that point. Trump tells the truth. They overreact. And they try to do all kinds of shenanigans to this day. (laughs) Mooney's ran a cafe in my town, says get a job. New Moon Cafe. Seem like nice people. Mormons, too. Mormons generally pretty nice. Although they've, some of them have turned into a bit of rhinos. Family-oriented. People say that they're a cult. They may be. I think most of Christianity is, a, is, is lost. That's why we're losing. So, in every turn, right? That's why families are all messed up and the kids are growing up liberals. And then they think, oh, they're still Christians. And yet they're liberals. It's ridiculous. So anyway, I want to get to some calls. We're having a little loosey-goosey Friday show. Hope you enjoyed the throwback uh, media appearances of Jesse Lee Peterson on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. There's more where that came from. Um, Cool. Let me get to Chris in Los Angeles. Wants to talk vaccines. Chris, it's good to hear from you. Thanks for calling. What's up? How you doing, Hake? I'm doing Uh, well. Thanks for taking... Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, just, just wanted to uh, talk to you about uh, what I've been going through lately at work. Um, so I work for a pretty large company. They're international, world, you know, worldwide. I don't want to mention the name specifically, but, yeah. Um, you know, we, it, it used to be like a, like a haven for conservative. I'll just tell you, it's, it's, it's a defense contractor, right? So Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so they, we do stuff for the armed forces and, you know, most people were, I would say conservative, you know, anybody that knowing that what we're working for. And, uh, it seems like there's been a major, uh, influx of like young millennial type you know, engineers and things like that. Um, and a lot of the old school people are retiring, you know, the boomers. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, it's just kind of weird. It's like, a, it's, I mean, you hear these people talking about pushing for vaccine, making it mandatory. Yeah. And it's just, they're like robots and they just, they have this superiority complex. They're like, you know, <laughs> they like to shame, they ha- they shame you. Yeah. And they think, we, and they think you're so, you're like, you're just, if you say anything, like if you speak any kind of like skepticism, for this rushed vaccine, you know, and, and the fact that it's like this new experimental technology, this mRNA stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's just like anybody in their right mind would have, would be skeptical and not just be like, Hey, shoot me up, you know? Right. And then they turn around and, and they turn around and shame you and, and call you stupid, basically, you know, in a roundabout way. And, and, um, and it's just crazy because there's so many people like, so I've been very vocal and, almost, you know, not aggressive, but just like, you know, assertive, like I'm not taking it and people come at me. And then it's crazy because on the side, low key people will come up and be like, Hey, we agree with you. Yeah. You're going to get a report. You're going to get reported. And I'm just like, man, you're a coward. Like, I, I'm, I mean, I kind of appreciate it, but at the same time, it's like, dude, why aren't you speaking up with me? Like, exactly. And it's, and it just goes for all these other people. It's like, I, I I've noticed that a lot more people are, are, 
starting to speak up around in my workplace. And maybe that's because, you know, I'm just like, Hey man, if I have to lose my job, like, so be it. Like right. I'm not taking this vaccine. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, and I've mentioned it, like I've basically called people out, like, it's a shame that you guys are, you know, it's too scared to speak up and if you don't speak up now. They're going to get their way and they're going to start trying to make us, you know, take this vaccine or destroy our entire lives. Right. And yeah. so I guess what I wanted to message, mess, you know, the message I wanted, you know, is like, speak up, man. Like, like whatever it costs, like God, you know, God is with you. Like, you know, if, if you have to make the sacrifice like that, like if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, back down now or, or lay down and take it now, what do you, what's going to happen when the next phase comes and they, you know, they want to chip you or something like that. I mean, I know, I know it sounds crazy, but you know, we talk about the mark of the beast and this and that, like, who knows what the heck this stuff's going to do to you? Like, you know, these scientists, they, people just regurgitate what they hear and they say, oh, they right. act like they're, they're science. They, oh, I'm, I'm scientific. You know, I, I understand science, <laughs> blah, 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 because I sit there and I regurgitate some crap that I read on the news. It's I like, know. You don't know. You're not, you're not performing the experiments. You're not an insider. You're not, a, you know, you just know what you've been told. And I'm just, I know what I've been told and I'm choosing who I believe just like you. But, yep. you know, at, at the end of the day, I'm not going to take, like, I'm, I'm not really huge on vaccines as it is. I took a bunch when I was in the military. Yeah. I'm not, I don't get the flu shot. I don't do, like, I believe in just letting my body do its thing and eat healthy and, yeah. and you know, let my immune, that's why God gave me an immune system, right? Yep. That's there's just a lot com- of, like. That's common sense, man. What were you about to say? Yeah. But, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's a big anti-vaxxer, like, hatred. Right. And I'm not, a, I'm not a quote-unquote anti-vaxxer. I'm like, hey, yeah. man, take all the vaccines you want. They're it's free country, but don't come around and tell me that I got to take a vaccine. Yep. And, and, and there's a lot of evidence that shows that like there's, there's kids that get maimed and, uh, people have horrible reactions. You know, you're seeing this one reports come out of like people getting Bell's palsy and, uh, there, I, I guess a couple of people in Alaska had this, a couple of people that worked in hospitals had some severe reactions and, and then every, and you know, when those things come up, oh, that's normal. Oh, that's just right. That's, that's I know. Smart. You know, it's like, it's like, come on, dude. Like, you're going to excuse it in one in one sense, but then, you know, like they, there's always an excuse or an explanation. Like this Bell's palsy. Oh, it's just it's it's consistent with the rate of Bell's palsy amongst the population. So it's probably just a coincidence. Like, how stupid can you be? Like, yeah, there's no, there's no such thing as a coincidence. Yeah, so, these people, yeah. they're they're not common sense type people. And um, it's kind of like that snooty, snobby, oh, you don't believe in uh, catastrophic man-made global warming that's going to end the world in, or be irreversible in 12 years. You're so ignorant. When they have, yeah. they don't have any clue what they're talking about. Same thing with the evolution people or even like on the other side, the... Um, if the flat earthers were to bash you over the head with their their flat earth facts, it's right. just be free. And you're right. People need to speak up. I, it, you remind me of the Spotify employees. There's Spotify employees and other employees, too, of like these book publishers that published. Uh, who's that guy who's who's kind of weak, but he's tells people to clean their room. Um, Jordan B. Peterson, he's putting out a, a, a sequel to his 12 rules, right? Putting out a new book, oh, yeah. and the employee, no, yeah. the employees of the book publisher are all speaking out against him, and there's Spotify employees speaking out against 
Joe Rogan of all people because he's so-called anti-transgender athletes being in the wrong gender of the sport. And those people are speaking up. We should be every bit as courageous for what's right and for just common sense. You're right. you're so right. There's a there's a yeah. that's kind of why I sympathize more with the anti-vaxxers. Not that I am one necessarily, but I'm suspicious there's reason to be suspicious. Maybe they're right. and you know what else? Um Tucker Carlson is coming out of under attack for so-called being an anti-vaxxer, which is also fake news. I was retweeting right. some some stuff that cuz Sleazy Vox, so-called journalists, Vox are far left, and Sleeping Giants are far left enemies of America, but they're trying to cancel everybody. They tried to get rid of Bill Bill O'Reilly, eventually did that, and now they're going after Tucker Carlson because he's like the one voice of reason in in the mainstream media. And uh, he says, here's a quote from Tucker Carlson, so to be clear... Most Americans support vaccines. The track record for vaccine is better than for any other part of medicine on the basis of it's the basis of modern medicine. But yet he's concerned. He said that there should be an open and honest debate about the vaccine's safety and efficacy without censorship from big tech, because there's, you know, Twitter's censoring people who who or they're going to start censoring people who promote so-called conspiracy theories. But it's, there are, um, there are bad things that happen to some people. And right. it's, um, it's a valid concern. But the, the media are dishonest and they like to smear people as anti-vaxxers and smear whites and smear men and smear Christians. They're not, and these are not to be trusted. These are people who are not to be trusted. They're en- outright enemies of America or running the mainstream media, so... <laughs> Right. So you're so you're yeah. right. We do need courage and to speak up with wisdom, but yeah. with but speak up. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, and and it's goes back to what Jesse says. It's just you know basic fundamentals. You can't let your emotions get the best of you because they'll they'll use that against you. Right? Yeah. So you got to be calm but assertive. And at the at the end of the day, um, I've made a decision that. If it has to cost me everything, you know, I, I've, I'm pretty blessed. I think I've talked to you about this before. And um, yeah. if I have to give up everything, my home, my livelihood, you know, the, the wealth and prosperity, because I'm standing on my rights and yeah. what I think is right, then so be it. And, I, and, and it's, it's, it's tough, and it's a hard thing to do, and, but you got to understand that God is with you. And you have to do it as a man, you know, you have to do it, you know, and, and other men will see, and it'll also uplift them. Yeah. And if you have a son or whatever, you know, uh, just the men around you will see that courage in you and will, will be inspired by that. And it's just so in, the insanity, like the brainwashed, like, yeah, mentality of these people. It's like 1984, you know, this group thing where it's like, it really like is. an echo chamber, you know, and and I I have to like smack myself to remind myself <laughs> this is re- this is not a dream, right? This is like this is reality. This is crazy. And these are educated people so, who are working at these places. Guys. Uh, these guys are some of the smartest, most like gifted minds 
you know, when it comes to like mathematics, physics, uh, you know, computer programming, um, they're extremely intelligent. But what I've come to 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 conclude is that, you know, they've mastered the art of memorization, right? Repetition, and and then you know, spitting it back and following patterns and formulas, things like that. But when it comes to like critical thought, they bow down to the authority and. Yeah, and that's like the basis of the scientific method is that it's, authority means nothing. It's all about the data. It's all about the, the what you can prove through experimentation. Yeah, and and you know, uh, long term research. You know, multiple layers of peer review. It's not you just do one little study by Pfizer in <laughs> six months and suddenly this thing's uh yeah this is safe and it's effective and yeah <laughs> here's a stamp by the FDA like. And then if you speak up, oh, the FDA knows better than you. That's like, come on, man. Like, just use some common, basic common sense. Like, yeah. there's no, you know, there's, of course, Pfizer's going to say this is the greatest, greatest thing in the world because they have billions to make, you know? Right. And the FDA is in their back pocket. It's been proven. It's happened many times in the past. They get a slap on the wrist when some dirt comes out and it's business as usual. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, Pfizer, does, I've told people this and, I, maybe the people that work in the companies, you know, the scientists, the lab techs, you know, they're 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 working their nine five or whatever. They you know they 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 mean. I'm sure they mean well and they're good people. But at the top, you know, and you start getting up into the upper management, they don't care about the people. They're yeah. here to make money. That's you know they're not doing this out of the kindness of their heart. They're you know. Yep. At the end of the day, it's about making that fat buck, and and they're protected. They're protected by law. They can't they're even be sued. Liable. Yeah, they cannot yeah, be sued that's, for that's injuries. Crazy. Yeah. So you, you, you're going to force me to take some vaccine, but nobody can be liable. Yeah. But then people also have this idea that I've heard it brought up. Well, if you expose someone to the virus, then you should, if you refuse to take this vaccine, then you should be held liable if you get contact traces and and found to expose somebody. Double standard, huh? On your freedom. It's like, I, yeah, <laughs> it's like. Dude, I, it just blows my mind, man. So I can go on yeah. about it forever, Nick. But uh, I think I got to, I got the point out, and I just wanted to you know, let all the listeners know, like, just speak up, man. Like, stand your ground. You got to. This is a fight for, you know, this is a fight for our souls. It's a spiritual battle, right? So, it is. Yep. And it, it's, I mean, if they have, they're gonna have to like strap me to a chair or something <laughs> like that. It ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> And if they won't even get that far, I believe me. Like they'll uh, they'll be pulling me out of the house with a, in a body bag. Cause <laughs> I'm not I'm not taking it, man. So I anyway, respect that, Chris. Good to hear from you. Yeah, you too. Take care, man. Have a good weekend. All right, have a good one. And you Merry too, Christmas if I don't talk to you. Merry Christmas. Thanks. All right, guys. Let me talk to. Oh, you know what? Before I get back to calls, let me just read a a few items. Mobetta stand up says five hours of hosting. Hake finna pass out once home. <laughs> That's what Jesse Lee Peterson was saying. Turtle No Neck says, YouTube suspended my account today. They didn't give why? Yeah, they don't give you why. They don't give you a reason. What a shame. Noah's Art Kansas with a diamond. Thank you, man. Mo Betta Stand Up with another diamond says, Earl got a robe on. Shadow boxing in the mirror right now. <laughs> Getting ready for the big fight versus James Hake. And Mobetta also says, blessed by Noah's presence. Oh, the ark going up. Nice. Let me just make sure I'm logged into the Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash 
the Hague report. Very interesting times. Don't get, fall into the needless division, guys. It seems like people are getting divided. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. For the most part, right? Those of us who are on trying to be for what's right is unnecessary. Cut people some slack. Right? Don't take things personally. It, sound, it seems like there's... Di- it just seems like there's division going on amongst the people who are for, for America, who love America. I guess, I don't know, somebody made the comment that people are, when they're losing, there's all kinds of drama that goes on. Losing, like, is a pressure, and that pressure, and it seems, and it looks like we're losing, although I don't know if we are or not. But it looks like, oh, Trump is maybe not going to win this thing and stuff like that. That type of stress, people can't handle it, right? This is a, it's a good test for you, right? Anyway, guys, uh, let me get to Earl in Michigan. Earl, how are you doing? Hola, buenos dias. Hey. Congratulations, uh, uh, Sir James Hate. Appreciate it. Uh, five-hour ordeal. Nice. Uh, I'd like to talk, uh, touch on a number of things very, very briefly. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, um, on uh, Liz Brown, uh, the the video you showed of Liz Brown. Okay. Um, uh, let me let me interrupt to explain what you're referring to. Liz Brown. That was Jesse Lee Peterson versus Liz Brown on Bill Cosby. Yeah, but I'm not talking about that per se. Okay. Well, Liz Brown, uh, she was a lawyer and a, a radio host in St. Louis. Uh, she also uh, shared the uh, mic also with a guy named Onion Harden, uh, who had a phenomenal memory and is a historian. Uh, but uh, he used to embarrass white folks and who doubted uh, uh, what he said and challenged him and so forth because they thought he was stupid. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, too bad he's, he's passed away since. But uh, What's that guy's name again? Too bad he couldn't be on your show. Huh? What was that guy's name again? Onion Horton. Onion? His name is... Uh, he went by Onion Horton. Okay. His real name was Richard. All right. But, uh, Liz Brown Richard also Onion has died. Horton. Guys, Liz Brown died in... I guess September of 2017, after a lengthy illness, social justice activist who was calling blacks Africans on that throwback uh, debate versus Jesse on MSNBC, hosted by Pat Buchanan. Very nice. So, yeah, too bad I didn't get to talk to Onion Harding. No, he would have eviscerated you. Because you'd be the typical kind of guy that he talked to that would doubt him and and challenge him until he put you on the spot. Whatever. And show you just how little you knew. But, but I don't uh, have to know a lot. I just have to know the basics. And you guys are way wrong no, about the basics. No, you have to know the facts. See, you, they thought he didn't know what he was talking about uh, in certain instances. For instance, when he talked about uh, uh, the racism and so forth, when uh, blacks were uh, uh, prohibited from being firemen and so forth. Uh-huh. And when he went into that and uh, talked that about... That uh, wasn't racism. But anyway, he talked about, Well, that's what you... 
you called you you called them not racist. They they discriminated uh, right. against blacks and so forth. Yes, which we, was strictly based on race. Not strictly. Uh, and then not when so. they challenged him, I mean, he told them the. It was based on the common sense they, of the day. They cited that they wouldn't have blacks because of, they were uh, they talk about the physical uh, uh, abnormalities. Uh, for as their nose is too big, they take up too much smoke. <laughs> they breathe in too much smoke and so forth. Yeah. And they were a whole list of uh, things that uh, they were named <laughs> why blacks were, were disqualified from being firemen. Right. That's and pretty funny. You have a white caller that said he made all that up. But what he did on this one instance, he, saw, he said he invited them to uh, meet him in a library and so forth. And uh, at, uh, about uh, five o'clock the next day, and then uh, and to come back, and to come back, to, we'll come back, uh, and and he'll show, and then they admit who was lying, because they not only made that accusation between themselves, they were making it to a judge, and it was all documented. He was yeah. he had did they know he had done the research, and the reason that they were saying all these things was the reason they were given to the judge while they are why blacks were not qualified and so forth. Guess what? The next day nobody ever showed up and 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 uh, and uh challenged them on it. Because <laughs> he said he would take them and show them where uh uh bring up the the I forget the court Anyway, uh, yeah, we get we so get the forth. point. We get the point. Cute story. Yeah. Also, irrelevant. About, uh, utterly irrelevant. Who no, cares? Just facts. Just, no, just and, irrelevant. Uh, with, uh, I wish you would have just a Bob just aimed at like being that. a just aimed at being an angry black person. That's all it was. No, you just came to first. You came facts, so you have to. No, you're the one who can't accept facts. You can't accept reality. What is it true or not? That's the point. It's not the whether, case today. It's not the case today. That's the point. Anybody still, can anybody can lie fact. about history or, or make wild claims. People was, made all kinds of claims. That's the point of it. It was documented, idiot. You Democrats lie to this and day so and make and all kinds of documented lies. Because you don't want to believe it. I don't care. I believe it. I believe it, but, I, but people make up all kinds of stuff. To this day, they're doing it. And you're believing them, too. Yeah, to this day, you make enough stuff. No, I tell the truth. Uh, no, that's the point of the truth mind, is that's over. The truth. Black people can be firemen if they want to be firemen, and if they had segregation, oh, well, they would have been allowed to be firemen in their own segregated towns. Duh. Thank well, you. Get out there Thank it's, you. It's, it's, it's a stupid. I mean, only you with a stupid person like you. Uh, uh, just basically, it's a waste of time. Thank you. But, uh, um, and, uh, you know, you talked about the, I think Mays talked about the, uh, the, those, uh, you know, Orwell or, or somebody like that. 1984, George Orwell or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all these TV evangelists, for the, you remember, uh, uh, Jim Baker and Tammy, uh, Cray? I recognize the names vaguely, but I'm not familiar. And yet, uh, they fell from grace, and so forth. And uh, 
You're talking about and, you're, and you you're like Jimmy my Swaggart. you're like my grand my grandpa didn't even used to be as bad as you. You're and, telling and stories that nobody knows what you're talking about. It's nice. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. We can listen to the old, old geezer telling stories that nobody knows who these old people are. Condemned them. Condemned them. And it turned out later on, uh, after they were this great uh, Jimmy Swaggart was found twice in the hotel and the police team in the hotel with prostitutes. And then he repented. Uh, but you, yeah, but you, because course, you guys have no love, you keep a record of wrongs. But in the so Bible, the Bible so says, did Jimmy. the Bible says, so did Jim Baker. the Bible says, have, the Bible says, <laughs> the Bible says that love keeps no record of wrongs. But you'll notice these liberals who are enemies uh, of Christians, they'll talk about, oh, Trump. He said such and such about grab him by the blank when this was way back in 2005. Or he'd been married multiple times. Or this pastor did this in his past. Yeah, a lot of people are evil. What's your point? The point is they don't want to look at their own evil. Sleazy people. But love keeps no record of wrongs. Earl? Like they do, Jesse. You were on hold, Earl. <laughs> and so forth. Hey, Earl, were you aware that you were on hold? Nobody heard you? I was aware. That's why I stopped talking. Because I heard. Then how come when I put you on hold, you were talking when I was still talking? When I took you off hold? Did you hear me stop? No, I didn't hear you stop. Because when I put you back off, when I turned you back on air, and I was still talking, you were talking over me again. How how rude. The thing about it, Jimmy Swagger didn't forgive uh, uh, Jim Bacon and wanted him to step down. But when he was caught, he begged like a little crybaby twice <laughs> when he did it. Very interesting. And, you know, uh, you that's, had, that's human that, nature, right? Oh, that's human nature. And they, that's how you people they, are. That's how you people are, Earl. business was a multi-million dollar business, both, all of them. Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. And? They, were, they drew it. They they, that was the main thing. You had Oral Roberts. He's naming all these names, and I'm vaguely familiar with them, but I, nobody, yeah, I mean, only the old people know what you're talking about. God and so forth, only all was about the fast book. Oh, so all of a sudden you want to be into integrity, huh? No, just how, fast, how is baby. this guy, fast, this guy buddy. who's a male adult, 70-something-year-old Democrat, Wants to pretend like, oh, we should be Christians and not be all about the buck. I'm okay, just Democrat. About the fallacy, okay, Democrat. The fallacy people, gullible people like you follow. Earl is still mad. Question. Thomas Gorby says. I put I put Earl on hold. Thomas Gorby says Earl is still mad about Jimmy Swaggart. <laughs> yeah, man, it's not good to be a bitter old man. Earl, don't be a bitter old man. Yeah. I gotta go. No. I I'm going to point out how, how gullible certain people are when they just follow people and don't, uh, don't question them. Back at you. So it's rich for a black Democrat to claim that. And that's why it's you rich. follow Earl. every word Jesse says without questioning them. All right. All right. Thank you, Earl. Nice talking with you. Take Adios, it. Adios, amigos. All right. <laughs> what a mess. Isn't it rich to say, 
Oh, these gullible people. <laughs> From a black male old Democrat. Still crying about Jimmy Swagger, who was, was allegedly a hypocrite or something. Killian out of Boston, Massachusetts. Killian, how are you doing? Guten Tag, Kameraden. Hey. Guten Tag. Someone has to counter uh, Earl and his nonsense. <laughs> That's right. I laughed the other day when he called up to Jesse's show and he said, Want to see us? And Jesse goes, I bet he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a good chuckle out of that one. Yep. But uh, I wanted to just touch on a few things your previous callers, um, or what you brought up the old New York Times trying to uh, defame the Epic Times. Yeah. It's just standard fare for their propaganda. I mean, yeah. they always just accuse their enemies of what they're guilty of, you know, saying, oh, they're propaganda. And right. I mean, I'm a pretty right-wing guy, and I've seen a lot of the Epic Time commercials on YouTube, and honestly, they seem pretty level, level-handed level on the whole uh, dispensation of facts. Yeah. Same, that's my impression as well. I mean, I, I, I wish they were more slanted in a way, but <laughs> yeah. to be honest, uh, yep. They're doing a pretty good job. And um, on the whole vaccine matter, it's just, I don't know. It's like we live in two different worlds of people around us. It's just That's half true. the people think that it's the gospel and the other half think that it's a fraud. Yeah, it is true. We're a sharply divided country right now. And that's why the people who are on the side of, of decency should unite as wherever it's possible. I know there's well, some things always, that people are just going to disagree about, but you have to be united yeah, well, it wherever it's possible. Yeah, it seems like we're at loggerheads. It's like, it's like you have two different factions in America right now that think the other side is completely insane. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about siding with anybody who's on the side of outright evil. That's for sure. And I mean, the biggest thing that convinced me, the whole vaccine thing, yeah. is that if you get injured, there's actually a special vaccine court that you have to go to. You can't go to any normal court to uh, sue them for damages, like if you yeah. suffer some disability or something. You have to go to a specific court just for vaccines, <laughs> and it has like a 99% uh, rejection rate for anyone claiming that they were injured by it. What a scam. And I mean, that the fact that that exists just makes me think that... Uh, it, shows you, it shows you how how frivolous the other courts are because that just indicates that the other courts are not um are too lenient towards people who are frivolously and fraudulently bringing lawsuits whereas this one is overly aggressive against the the alleged victims because yeah, you know I, yeah, I would imagine that there would be people who would falsify oh uh, vaccine cut off my finger or you know <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> to, to be silly. But, um, yeah, somebody might lie about it. But there's people who are, everybody knows that there are people who are victims of this stuff. Yeah. And then but we no, know. The, the science is settled. Hey, vaccines are good. <laughs> people right. that don't like vaccines are bad. And it's, you know, the older vaccines, I trust those more because, they one, they've been around a while. And, two, they were made by people who were less dishonest and less... Uh, agenda-driven than today, maybe, you know, because people are, people today, the doctors, you heard Chris from Los Angeles 
talking about these guys are really smart who are coming in these young people to uh, these defense contractor jobs and yet they're just brainwashed minions with regard to just accepting the mainstream lies and for well, calling they're getting everybody paid else well for it they're getting paid well to to convince the goyim yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> no i like i like uh the the take on it by uh, Marcus Aurelius. He was an old philosopher, emperor in Rome. Yeah. He said the he said the object of life is not to be on the side of the majority, but to escape finding oneself in the ranks of the insane. Interesting. Yeah, he, uh, he was a pretty smart philosopher. I I studied him and read some of his books. He basically did uh, like a slightly different version of uh, Jesse's Silent Prayer every day. He talked about it. He called it his meditation, and um. The one slight variation he had, which might help some people that are struggling with Jesse's version of it, is um, if they can't clear their mind of thoughts, basically what he said to focus on is imagine yourself in the third person. Like, imagine you're looking at yourself from above and then just slowly try to gain altitude and just see, like, the whole area around you. And that's what he would focus on. Oh, but Jesse's isn't... Jesse Lee Peterson... His silent prayer isn't, the point isn't to clear your mind of thoughts. No, I thought he said uh, when a thought comes into your mind, just like disregard it. Not, get, not to get into it, not to entertain it, but, but watch it. You don't clear your mind of it. Okay. Yeah, watch them go by. Be aware of them. Exactly. Yeah, because uh, you're not God. That's the point. Yeah, well, I, I think there's a lot of similarities. I mean, Marcus Aurelius talked about doing it every morning. Uh, nice. Was he, he was a Christian or was he uh, a pagan? Or what? what I believe the... he was a pagan. He was like the emperor from the movie Gladiator. Okay. Was he? So the... That was like before. That was before Christianity. Yeah. The old one or the or the uh, Joaquin Phoenix the old one? one? The old one that got killed with the pillow. Okay. <laughs> Man, that was a. Br- I just watched that movie the, for the. Well, I don't know. I watched it many times when it first came out, but I watched it again recently. Crazy. Yeah. Interesting movie. Well, uh, the juicy stuff I was calling in with today is, um, I don't know if you saw him, Breaking 911, uh, the Twitter, and also on Axios. They, uh, they said that the acting defense secretary, uh, Chris Miller, today has ordered the Pentagon uh, a Pentagon-wide halt to any co- uh, any cooperation with the transition team of President-elect Biden. Wow. You know, I heard that somebody was saying that the Pentagon was hacked and that was supposed to be big news. And, oh, Trump is, meanwhile, Trump is running around doing this or that. But I guess yeah, that the was... D- a- the DNI report came out today, the Defense uh, National Intelligence Report. Yeah. Um, and they said a, a lot of this... Uh, was a solar flare the name of that company that hacked everything? Oh, okay. But um, yeah, a lot of people are saying that uh, things are moving and the happening might be upon us. You're referring to um, the turning around of this of what it looked like this election was going to be. Yeah, Trump crossing the Rubicon and shutting it all down. Interesting, man. Yeah, I mean. You you mentioned the DNI, the Director of National Intelligence. That's I think John Ratcliffe or something. He said, didn't he say that it, that there was foreign interference? Not that foreign interference was my main concern. I'm talking about. Yeah, they're basically the domestic I mean, enemies. 
anyone anyone with a with an IQ above room temperature, when they look at this, they can see that Joe Biden is a uh, a Chinese asset. He, well, he's definitely not a high energy, eighty million votes type of a <laughs> type of a candidate. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate hey, it. He's even has less energy than Jeb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> Although but he I has think a bit more snark. That this is all happening right now. Um, we have the uh, the solstice coming up on Monday. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Is that the winter sto- yeah. solstice? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be winter, Jupiter, guys. Jupiter is overtaking uh, Saturn, and they're saying that we're entering the age of Aquarius, and we're leaving the age of Pisces. That's went over my head, but interesting tips, man. Appreciate it, Killian. Yeah, they, they basically say when we enter the age of Aquarius is uh. We're returning to the light. Are you, are you a pagan? Oh no, you're a, you're a Catholic, right? You're a Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a study of the a Catholic. Without the Pope, without the, because the current Pope is invalid, not valid. Yeah, the throne of Saint Peter is currently vacant uh, after the Vatican II Council. All right, Killian. Which thank was, you, which man. Which was heresy? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I won't. Appreciate I know you get a lot man. of callers to get to. Take care, man. But, uh, yeah, check out the Breaking 911 tweet. And okay. Get some good information. Yeah. Breaking 911, guys, is a, they're a decent news source as well. I mentioned to uh, Justice S that I would talk about the news sources that I do like, and I did share them at the bottom of my blog post from uh, yesterday. It was, it was uh, interesting. I, I compiled all the stuff that I tend to, re- to refer to, right? Very cool. Um, the Epic Times, especially election-related stuff and other things. You know, um, Joe Biden said it's going to be a dark winter. <laughs> a dark winter. Because he's going to be in charge this winter, is he? Is that his wishful thinking? I don't know. Um, or Kamala? So, my favorite sources, I sometimes check Drudge. I regularly check the Epic Times, particularly because of the election. They seem to be in touch with reality. Revolver.news, Revolver News, good. I'm often on Twitter, following real Donald Trump. I do follow uh, that independent journalist, center-left guy, Cernovich. Pretty interesting tweets. M. Tracy, Michael Tracy. He's a liberal guy. He's like pro-Bernie. But... He uh, tries to be fairly objective, and I appreciate that and get what the liberals are saying, at least the more honest ones, right, if there is such a thing. Scott Adams a a little bit, the former guest of the Jesse Lee Peterson show in the Fallen State, and others. Lots of interesting and edgy, less prominent guys out there, too. I feel like I underuse, believe it or not, Twitter. I like to check the internet. Some interesting things. I like Telegram a little. Follow uh, some of the guys on Telegram who are big on Telegram who've been kicked off of Twitter. Nice. I got a list of excellent recommendations from Bubs Love. Shout out, man. Citizen Free Press and many others. Um, The Skim. I get the email updates from The Skim and CNN Five Things to get with the mainstream female-run disgusting uh, people are saying 
and sometimes you get the r- most ridiculous SJW style news, such as, oh, Mental Health Awareness Month was in March or May or something like that. The Epic Times, I get their email updates. On rare occasion, I will check Real Clear Politics, which now the New York Slimes is smearing as right wing, <laughs> which they never really were. But I don't know. Maybe they were a little bit slower in calling Pennsylvania for Biden or something like that. And so they're called right wing now. Whatever. Far left media, I, I used to check heavy quite a bit because they would get sleazy news. And well, not sleazy necessarily, but sometimes. But like viral human interest news. But they've really fallen off seemingly from what I've looked at, heavy.com, because they don't seem to get the same detail oriented in-depth coverage of, of people and things. At least in the articles that I've seen, it's very shallow. Very shallow. More liberal and biased and selective and just writing things off as conspiracy theories and stuff like that, especially when they cover stuff, stuff like that. They just don't really get into the details. So, interesting. Let me get to Gregory, a first-time caller in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, wants to talk about this COVID vaccine thing. Gregory, what's up? How you doing? Hey, it's good to talk to you, man. Doing fine. Good to talk to you as well. Yeah, I got a couple words for Earl first before we get into my spill. Um, So, Earl, you got to get a better mic, buddy. And uh, funny enough, my family actually owns one of Jimmy Swaggart's uh, previous homes, so I won't say more than that. But Nice. Yeah, pretty funny. (laughs) Swaggart seems like a decent man today. He and his wife, they're for what's right, it seems like. Um, yeah, yeah. What's it, my Swagger? family used to go to his mega church down here uh, in Louisiana. His wife, Frances Swagger, Frances and Friends. She's interviewed Jesse a number of times, Jesse Lee Peterson a number of times um, a few years oh, ago. Cool. And she was on it. She said, you know, blacks should be thankful for slavery, that they are here in America. And that's, she's right about that. So I'm based? Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, man, about this vaccine. Um, so I don't know. The other guy covered a lot of the technical ground. I'll try to hit some new territory. So I woke up this morning. I started doing the silent prayer. And, uh, you know, as usual, I'm watching the thoughts. But uh, they, they started to get to me. And I guess what you could say is the devil's got me in despair in a kind of way about, you know, all this, uh, the restrictions for employment. Yeah. And how everything's coming down and how it's already been bad for employment this year for everybody. Right. It just, I mean, what, what do you prescribe for that kind of uh, feeling towards this if the silent prayer is not getting me through it? Well, you, you are getting through it because, I mean, just you didn't kill yourself. <laughs> well. Just uh, keep, keep <laughs> suffering, right? Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I would say. I don't know. You have anything for him, Joel? I don't know if there's much to say. Other than the ju- that, just um, stay with you. Missed it. So he's talking about he did the silent prayer, and today he felt like the thoughts were getting to him. He was getting in despair because of the COVID shutdowns. The job options are a mess. Are you working right now, Gregory? Uh, I had to have a job coming up on the first. Um, it's just my outlook on that's pretty bleak because I already know that the company is going to be rolling along with these uh, restrictions for the vaccine, so I don't know how long that's going to last. Oh, you, you're concerned that they're going to f- try to force you to get a vaccine and you're not going to go for it, and so they're going to get fired? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going for it. I'm completely against the vaccine, yeah. Can't you say it's private information 
and they have no business asking you whether you got vaccinated <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to fight on every front that I can. Uh, obviously, you know, we have to stand up and resist this, but, um, you know, it's just, it, it's got me worried. Don't you know, get... What, are, what am I going to do? What are my friends going to do? Jesus said, don't, do not worry. And you don't know the future. You don't know what may arise with that. You know, you know what, you may know more than I do about the rules that that company is, is following or whatever. But um, you have this opportunity to take, ride, it till, ride it while it lasts. Imagine if, if Jesse Lee Peterson were worried or, or I were worried. I know it's a much smaller issue, right? Because it's not my, affecting my body. But if uh, you two were to, to ban me or something like that. Because I'm saying things that YouTube says you're not supposed to be saying or whatever. Um, you, can't, you can't worry about that stuff. You just have to keep trucking, stay in the present, and keep doing the prayer. Keep the faith. <laughs> Does yeah, that make sense? Put my head down and become the bull, huh? Yeah, I think. I don't, I'm not well, sure exactly what you mean by that, other than just... Keep working, well, keep at it. just what you said, plow forward and, and don't let thoughts get to me, huh? Yeah. It's not something to fret about. Don't be a woman. Yeah. You know that Jesus said, do not worry. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> I try not to, and I listen to Jesse's advice all the time. It's just and, uh, this morning it went a little differently, you know? And he even said, don't worry about tomorrow. Mm. Each day has enough uh, troubles of its own. So deal with right. it as it comes, and if you uh, if you keep your a level head about it rather than worry about it, you're you're more likely to handle the pressure of that situation correctly, and you may impress somebody with how how you how you handle things with uh, a level head. You won't come off like a kooky anti-vaxer or whatever. Joel says he just realized that you're caught up in your thoughts. No, I was saying uh, just for him just to realize that you just he got caught up in his thoughts. Yeah, it, you just yeah, that's what it sounds like, Greg Gregory. That you just get caught up in your thoughts and and you just yeah, Joel, started worrying I, for let, a second. Let me tell you all the other half of the story. Um, there's this girl <laughs> that I'm interested in, and we're trying to do things the right way. But uh, you know, with that interest on my mind, it puts another perspective. It's not just me out there, right? Like that, I'm going to be concerned <laughs> about. Oh right. gosh. So. You're getting ahead of yourself, and you're, uh, like Joel said, you're caught up in your thoughts, which is not reality. Right. Just because you're interested in a girl doesn't mean that, that, that you're responsible for her. Right. And even if you were, like, God's got you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, I guess that's all I really called about. Thank you guys. Cool, man. I just felt like reaching out. Yeah, and, uh, no, keep I, doing what you're doing. By it's a great way, question. Good job holding the show all day. Hey, you did good. Appreciate that, man. Good to hear from you. I like that question. It is great. A lot of people re- relate to it. So, yeah. well, thank you, man. That's all. Nice. Man. Take care, Gregory. Appreciate you. All right, guys, we're coming up on the top of the end of the first hour. I will be back for more. The for hour two with the Hake report. Hope you enjoyed the uh, Jesse Lee Peterson show hosted by Hake and with the guest appearance of the excellent specialists, experts. Um, so I'll be back for more news. Your calls, 888-775-3773. And of course, the Super Chats. Hang tight, guys, for the rest of hour two. 
I am James Hake. It's the Hake Report. Right into hour two of the Hake Report. Hope you enjoyed the Jesse Lee Peterson show hosted, guest hosted by me, along with uh, Joelle Friday and Chris taking the reins of the experts stagecoach to deal with some of the callers. Excellent work, guys. Thank you. Mo Betta Stand Up with a Ninja Gini says, I would have voted for Corn Pop instead of lifeguard Biden during that 60s Wilmington pool fight. Wilmington, Delaware, that is. Yeah, did you guys hear that story about Corn Pop was a bad dude? (laughs) And he's just talking like Earl about stuff that nobody really knows what he's talking about. But Corn Pop indeed was a real person. He was a gang member or something. During the, uh, I don't know, somewhere. And... He would, he was trying to dive in somewhere that he was not supposed to dive in, or he didn't clean his hair out from all that grease, <laughs> or something. And he said, hey, such and such, and he referred to Corn Pop, a male, as this famous female diver, and said, get up off of that thing. That some, he named some famous female diver, right? And Corn Pop was offended. And then he said, get out of here. And so... He said, watch out. And so later he had some straight razors or else um, chains or something like that. Corn Pop and his buddies. And they were going to confront young Joe Biden. And by the way, Joe Biden would put his legs in the pool and his hairs would turn blonde in the sun. (laughs) So weird. And the kids would run their their hands up and down his... Lower leg, of course, hopefully. No, I'm kidding. Of course. And uh, see the blonde hairs go up and down in the water. (laughs) But then he went out 
and met Corn Pop and said, hey, I'm so-. He got a straight razor, though, or a chain, and said, I'm sorry for calling you such and such female diver, but I'm not sorry for kicking you out. And he said, you apologize? Okay. And then the, so they left. <laughs> so that's Joe Biden's story. And uh, Mo Betta had his money, would have voted for, would have had his money on Corn Pop. Or maybe not bad. He said voted for Corn Pop in that fight. Interesting. He said, West Wilmington, born and raised on the playground. <laughs> all of, spending all of his days. That's Joe Biden. Until his auntie said, no, his mother said, you're moving to Washington, D.C. with those whites. Anyway. Penny, that's a reference to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, if you don't know. And that's a degenerate, pretty degenerate. It, wasn't it pretty degenerate? <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was. TV show from the early 90s, early to mid-90s. Penny Rue gave a diamond. Thank you, Penny Rue, for the support. Cringe segment, says John Gordon Mead. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me get to Tony in California. He wants to talk about being a beta. Tony, what's up? How you doing, Hank? Again, how are you this morning? I'm fine. How are you? I, I'm doing wonderful. I think I heard you say that Joel was was at his mother's house past 25 or 28 years old. <laughs> and then you said you were past your you were living in the basement of your mother's house at twenty five. Then you came back again. Then you left. Then you came back again. And how are you now? Thirty one. <laughs> Thirty nine. There. My mother. My mother doesn't have a basement. There is okay, no basement well, at my parents' room, house. So you're making stuff okay. up, Tony. <laughs> well, the back room. So actually, not you've the been back on room. Own... My my bedroom. <laughs> what the heck? Okay, your bedroom then. You've been <laughs> on your own four years. Four I'm years. Nine years. You've been on your own four years. That's I've been on my own for twenty. Come on now, tell eight. the truth. More <laughs> than ten years. More than ten years. Ten years. More than ten years. Like twelve or fifteen. No, or something. no, no, no. Because you said you came. Yes, back. yes, and yes, you yes. Came back and left and came back. And I know, came. but I left in '08 or '07. '07 or '08. I think it was '07. And so that is twenty. That is thirteen years out of the house permanently. And before that, I was out for, like, a couple of years here and there. And, and so you're 39, and you've been on your own possibly 10 years. Tw- 13. Oh, no, okay, I'm going to say 10. 13. I think somewhere. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, don't you think that's a little beta? Of course. Well, I mean, how are you going to give advice then if you that beta, you lived under your mother's roof, Eating up all her food, sucking up all <laughs> the electricity and, and, and the air conditioning, and you on this on YouTube telling people how to live. Come on, man. They're calling me. It's not like you? they're. It's not like they're. Uh, it's not like I'm forcing it on them. They're calling me, Tony. But you. But the thing is, and that's in the past. Wet. That's in the past. We didn't know better. Wet behind the ears, my friend. You still wet. You. You, you haven't experienced <laughs> nothing. Joel wants to ask you something. Joel Friday's here. Go ahead, Joel. Go ahead, Joel. You're about the blackest man I see on the show in the house. Go ahead. <laughs> Tony, how long have you been at the house? Since I was 18, my friend. Well, I, went to, I had a four-year scholarship at Virginia Union University. That's because you're I Gen played X. Football. I played football there for two and a half years. 
I got a job working at UPS part-time. I went there, after I worked there for two and a half years, I went full-time at UPS, and my life hasn't been has been wonderful ever since I left. Nice. So how many years you been, how old are you now? I'm 60, bro. So you've been out how many years on your own? I, I, left, I left the house at 18. Okay. So that'd be like, what, 42 years? So 42 years and you still ain't got no sense? <laughs> hey, my friend, you call it what you want. I got three businesses. I got I got real estate all over the United States. So, hey, does, on, so does that guy, yeah. Harvey. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Who are you talking about? What's that comedian name? Harvey. Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey. He's, he's had every job in the book. And right on to him for that. But that guy, 63 years old and a simp. I don't know if it's simp is quite the right well, word, but he's he, a liberal. Hey, he's he, kiss up. He no sense. Does does it. But he a multi-millionaire, so I mean, you call him what you want to call him. He, yeah. he living how the home. He ain't got to worry about nothing no more in life. Well, he you know still has. He, I guarantee you, he still has worries. Who doesn't have worries? Then you just said just he doesn't be, have to worry about just anything. Just to be Peterson got worries. No, he doesn't. Come on, man. Uh uh-uh. uh. Did you know that Jesus said, do not worry? If you can show me, if you can show me that Jesus exists, I might believe. Oh, shots fired. I got another shot fired for you. Show me a grave site or any character in that Bible, and then I'll start believing it. Show me a grave site. Show me a grave site or anybody in that Bible, and I will believe you. Anything yeah, else to add? So. No faith. So no no, I'm just one. saying to value. Just to I was just saying to bring to his point because his point is saying how we've been out. So you know, however long he said. Yeah. And saying that we can't give advice, but he's been <laughs> out uh, how, sixty years. Yeah. <laughs> and he can't give advice, so that was just my well, point. Well, I can't. Yep. I'm telling you right now. Joel, because you're trying to say my advice don't, our advice don't make sense, but we're saying that your advice don't make sense. Yep, well, true. I, well, the thing, you know what thing? Once again, my friend, you getting paid to go against what's true. And money is your <laughs> god, huh? No, money is y'all god. Whatever. Y'all the one begging for it. I work for mine. Y'all beg for y'all. We working right now. We working. Begging is work. Huh? We working right now. Well, you know what thing? If you call that work, go be <laughs> Joel, I've been running my mouth for four hours. <laughs> well, hey, you, but what's coming out of it? Is it true or lie? That's a, that's a key. A little bit of both. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You know what they, I'll shake your hand. You know what they, I'm going to see you a diamond for saying that. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and Joel, you keep it real. I know you black. You you want to be white, but I know you black on the inside. Just come on out, man. Just, Let's step out and be, keep it real. That's all you gotta do. And we still love you, bro. Y'all have a wonderful day and be safe out there. All right. And wear y'all masks, man. Wear y'all masks. The COVID ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it kind of just plays with us. It just plays. Well, keep on, keep on thinking. So, a little you, scratchy throat you, here and there. Yeah, when it gets <laughs> you, gonna, you will have a whole different attitude, my friend. When you, when you receive it, because my niece had it and a friend of mine had it. Hey. Ain't no joke, my friend. I had one no friend joke. who had it, one friend who allegedly had it, and he said he got all his old injuries back for that time, and he lost his sense of taste and, and smell, and okay. he he had so, a he had a body aches and he had fever and uh, stuff like that. Shortness of breath, shortness of breath. But then he was fine after that. 
Yeah, but a cold, a early cold don't do that to you. A cold don't do that to you. Sure it does. A well, cold? I mean, this okay. is supposed to be five times deadlier than the flu, right? No, you better, hey, you better put 15 times deadlier. How about 15 times? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate uh, it. Have a wonderful day, y'all. Enjoy your weekend. All, All right. right. You too. Penny Rue gave a diamond and said he got no sense. Yeah. Yeah, so Steve Harvey, in order to stay in the, you know, he's kind of an establishment figure. In order to stay establishment, he's had to make uh, (laughs) soul-killing, surrendering to evil. He got cucked, to put it in a vulgar way. And I'm not trying to be vulgar, but it's true. New York Slimes is talking about how real clear politics made a sharp right turn and then they changed their headline because they don't want to give uh what is that called they don't want to give legitimacy or name recognition to real clear politics even though most people know what real clear politics is right and so they changed it to saying a popular political site made a sharp right turn what steered it and they say that um, Real Clear Politics has been catering to campaign obsessives since the year 2000. It pitches itself as a trusted go-to source for unbiased polling. In the Trump era, changed its tone and funding sources. And that's another hit piece by Jeremy Peters out uh, last month in the New York Slimes. The failing New York Slimes. What a shame, huh? Who cares? What a mess. You know, um, there was something that was going on. I told you about Google. Google is evil. And how they're being sued by other fellow evil people, I think. I don't have high hopes for good coming from that mess. But Google is evil. They're running the world, right? <laughs> Basically. Um... Also in the news, Nigeria. Yesterday, according to the skim, the far-left female-run outlet, the skim, yesterday the government said that over 300 schoolboys have been returned after they were kidnapped last week. That's interesting. Normally they kidnap the girls and kill the boys if this is Boko Haram. So-called gunmen ambushed a boarding school in the northwestern part of the country and abducted hundreds of students. Boko Haram had claimed responsibility, but the Nigerian government has said reportedly that Boko Haram was not involved. And the fact that the boys are alive makes me think that these, this Nigerian government, although somewhat corrupt, I would think, they may be right. These were imitators. Imitators. The boys are back in the country and receiving medical treatment. So, right on Nigerian schoolboys, 300 of them. Stay alive to breathe another day. There have been Nigerian people who come to church with Jesse Lee Peterson. You're that caller from Nigeria. Obi. Hey, Obi. And same issue. That guy was the, the one who was afraid of his mother, right? <laughs> and was he also afraid of his girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. Same issue all around the world. Ridiculous. But, but uh, so relatable. People relate. 
<sighs> you know what? I need a break. I want to play this, uh, this throwback. Jesse Lee Peterson, can I play this th- throwback, guys? It is the hate report, but who cares? Let's do this. And then I will get back to calls. Um, 2004, Fox News Channel. This is the fourth one, JLP4. Hannity and Combs. Jesse Lee Peterson versus this guy named Ron Daniels, some intellectual. About the end, did you know that for at least, seems like at least a few years, maybe several years, Jesse Lee Peterson and Bond, I think Bond was involved, held the National Day of Repudiation of Jesse Jackson event. And isn't that great? Because he was a really influential evil person. Um, not so much anymore. He seems to have like Parkinson's or something. But a mess. He was more influential than, uh, than Al Sharpton, I thought, when I was a kid. But anyway, this is from 2004. Even at that point, Jackson was on his way out of being inf- influential. Listen to this from 2004, Hannity and Combs hosting a debate between Jesse Lee Peterson and Ron Daniels. Check this out. We'll be here to tell us why he's given up the day of repudiation of Jesse Jackson. And later, the man who won't be president is again charging voter fraud in Ohio. Is this John Kerry's first move towards another campaign or is he just a sore loser? Straight ahead. Well, we have some bad news for you. For the first time in nine years, it's not happening. Joining us to explain why the founder of the Day of Repudiation, Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson, and here from the Center for Constitutional Rights, Ron Daniels. Now, Jesse Lee, if Jesse Jackson is no longer worth your time, why are you even bothering to come here? And I'm sure you'll say some nasty things about him. So why even bother showing up to talk about it? I'm going to speak the truth about him. We decided not to hold the National Day of Repudiation of Jesse Jackson on Dr. King's birthday anymore because he doesn't have the same power or ability to intimidate corporate America and brainwash black Americans. Um, uh, he had his so-called Wall Street Project conference uh-huh. last week and, and Wall Street refused to allow him to have it, the conference on the floor. They didn't make a donation to him. Last time they made something like $100,000 donation to Jesse Jackson because they were afraid that he would accuse them of being racist. Right, so Jesse, this time they didn't straight. do it. So you're, you're and now, so we didn't want to waste our time with him anymore. You, so you are discontinuing as of this moment, you will no longer come on this show to badmouth Jesse Jackson because he's not worth your time. Is that correct? Well, I will no longer hold the, the National Day of Repudiation, oh, I but I will continue to expose Jesse Jackson as I've done in my book, Scam, how the black time. leadership explores black Americans. We still have to keep up with him. I he's see. a desperate old man. You saw last a but couple weeks ago, time, Alan. Hey, Alan, you saw a couple weeks ago, he was down in Ohio trying to stir up some hatred there. That did not work for him. Well, I, he held a I, demonstration in front of the I'm White so House. I'm so glad reasons. you have stopped repudiating him. Ron Daniels, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson says about blacks, most have become morally bankrupt. He also says blacks are suffering because of their lack of moral character. That's what Jesse Lee Peterson says about African-Americans. Well, first of all, let me just say that uh, Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson has stopped his campaign of repudiation because he's failed. He has no capacity to repudiate Jesse Jackson and probably anybody else who has any standing and stature uh, in black America and this country. 
Reverend Jackson recently had his uh, Wall Street project. It's an important project. Blacks help. Nobody build. showed Black up, Ron. people help. Well, I just I listened to you. Would you be kind they of? They had to have it in a hotel. Hold they on, Jesse Lee. They Black were not allowed to have it on the Street. floor. And now Reverend Jackson is saying we ought to have an opportunity to have access to Wall Street. Uh, Jesse Lee, why do you say blacks are suffering because of their lack of moral character? Is that your view of blacks? They lack moral character. We well, your press release. Alan, in Dr. King's dream uh, speech, I, uh, I have a dream. He said that blacks should uh, not allow themselves to become bitter and angry, and that they should fight a physical battle with soul with soul battle. You're not answering and my question. And what he meant, what he meant is that blacks should not allow themselves to be controlled by what they see around them. But Jesse Jackson and others took his message and they perverted it by no, accusing no, white no. Americans of being racist, and now mo most black people, not all, but most are very right, racist Ron. and angry toward white Americans. 70 percent of out of wedlock birth, black on black crime is and out these of control. Are issues that hang Jesse on, Jackson and others speak to. Well, I really haven't had an opportunity well, to speak. He's not monopolizing Has Jesse Jackson lost his moral authority? He has certainly not has lost his Even lost when his he had the affair and had the child out of wedlock? Well, I can't think of anything <laughs> more immoral than the president going off the war claiming that his weapons of mass destruction. I didn't ask you about the president. I asked you about Jesse Jackson. We're talking about Jesse Jackson. Jesse Did Jackson, Jesse Jackson lose any moral authority? No, no, I don't think he lost not a, any not moral authority. Well, the question is not his is personal... Is he a hypocrite? No, he's not a hypocrite. No. He, came, he came before the people. How can you be he a minister? He spoke and he said what, uh, what his problem was, and he went on. What, what did not he say a public, about his not a, not a perfect servant, a public servant. And on this day, Martin Luther King, if he were alive, would in fact be doing the same kind of things that Jesse Jackson has been doing. No, he wouldn't. Including marching well, on, Ralph, marching on my Wall history. Street to get black Didn't people Ralph access Abernathy to wealth. criticize Jesse Jackson? Well, he's open to... Anybody can criticize Jesse Jackson he, right. that wants to, including right. Reverend Jesse Peterson, who but, needs to be reputed for being a failure because he cannot dent wait Reverend Jesse Lewis. Hang on, Jesse. How could you say he's a failure? I, I know the group bond. I know the work. Jesse has devoted his now, well, let me finish, his adult life to building homes and giving opportunity and finding work and developing skills for young African American men. Isn't that true, Jesse? Yes, sir. How is he a failure? And we're well, we no, without the help of the government. He, his, his mission has been to debunk and destroy Jesse Jackson. You don't know anything about the organization. I know, I know he has a house for young African-American men that need help, doesn't well, he? hoorah. I'm glad he has that. <laughs> Did you, why don't you donate to it? Well, I could possibly do that. But the point is, his mission has been to be a poison pen to debunk Reverend Jesse Jackson, and he's been a failure at no, that. And he has Ron, failed what we have done, because Ron, Jesse what we Jackson have done. has a solid record of accomplishment in working on right. public policy on a massive scale in the United States of America. We and have Reverend exposed Peterson, Jesse Jackson. Reverend Jesse Jackson, Jackson, Jackson recently go, spoke to hundreds of people in Jonesboro. Ron, hold on, Ron. You can't speak to 15 We have exposed Jesse Jackson. Let me remind you. Jesse Jackson called himself a reverend, yet he cheats on his wife, has a baby with this woman, went to the White House under the pretense of Counselor Bill Clinton, who cheated on his wife. Uh, I believe they gave each other the high five. And uh, yet, Justin Jackson had the, the nerve well, to accuse white Americans of being racist. I, we this run, man but is Jesse wicked Lee, in I, nature. I want to thank you for coming here to not any longer repudiate <laughs> Jesse Jackson. Thank, thank you, you very for much. having me, Alan. Ron Daniels, thank you very much. That was Sean. What's I almost said Sean Combs. <laughs> Sean Puffycomb. That was Sean Hannity and Alan Combs. Rest in peace to Alan Combs. And they were debating that that one black guy. What was weird to me, I never knew growing up, that was back also when Fox News allowed major truth to come in, but they also gave too much credence to these liars, even back then. But I always grew up thinking that Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton and these guys were a joke. 
because all they do is run around cry racism and support Democrats, which support abortion and so-called same-sex marriage and all that junk. And all kinds of welfare and all that stuff, free stuff, not responsibility, not taking responsibility, just lie and smear whites. It was silly. What a mess. So it was, I remember being quite surprised or confused when I found out that that uh, Obama was even having Al Sharpton go to the White House. Dozens of times. Ridiculous. And that was even as recently as after the Black Lives Matter stuff started. And he brought the Black Lives Matter people who are even worse, even more ridiculous. Anyways, and did you catch at the very beginning of that clip, John Kerry, this was 2004, John Kerry crying voter fraud in 2004 after he lost against uh, George W. Bush. I guess he won his re-election. What a shame. And now they're saying, oh, no, no voter fraud, no voter fraud. Let me get to Chess in Texas wants to talk about the present day election. Chess, what's up? Hey, James, good to talk to you again. Hey, I just wanted to say to all the people uh, to not give up on President Trump. He is going to win four more years, and this is the most likely scenario. We don't need the Supreme Court. The Congress and the House of Representatives can decide this election if we have Senator Rand Paul and Representative Mo Mo Brooks and Tommy Tupperville contest the outcome of the election it can go to a vote in the House, and Donald Trump can win in the House of Representatives. I've heard that. Um, maybe. Maybe so. Do you, do you see the House of Representatives and the Senate being non-rhinos, though? It's because people are going to be like, oh, we're of- su- you're, you're going to cause riots or something like that. Can't you just picture the, the rhinos in, in the Congress saying, oh, they're going to be rhinos? I, I wouldn't yeah, have definitely. so much faith in those people. But yes, it is a lot possible. Of them I think are you're rhinos. right. Yeah. No, a lot, a lot of them are rhinos, and a lot of Republicans have stabbed President Trump in the back. Yep. But as long as we get enough Republicans to contest the outcome, yes. we should, all of us as Trump supporters, should not give up, even though everyone is saying it's over and I totally give it agree. up. Yes, it's not over. We have to stay strong. And the clip that you played of Jesse just a minute ago, it showed one thing to me, which is Jesse has unlimited courage. And as Trump supporters, we have to have courage to stand up and say what's right. And there's nothing that can um, stop us from getting four more years of Trump if we support him, because we have the evidence that the Democrats cheated. We have them on video that they cheated. I know. We have 2,000 sworn affidavit testimonies of people who worked during the election saying that there were fake ballots brought in. So the evidence is on our side, and we can't give up, we can't concede, and we can't stop supporting America and Trump. All right. Yeah, I totally agree. We should never give up. Even after they, even after January 20th, Whatever happens, even after January 20th, we keep fighting. Evil doesn't stop, neither do we. I appreciate you, man. that's true. Yeah, I enjoy the show. Have a good one. You as well, Chess. Good to hear from you. All right, guys. As you know, the Fallen State is happening. Jesse Lee Peterson is having church. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson on Sunday. 
Oh, somebody made a point. Um, Matt Living the Dream says, could be fake news, but Georgia did order a signature match recount for the state. And I think I saw President Trump tweet about this and say, okay, that's fine, but why is it not, I think it was Trump who said this, why is it some uh, university that's doing it? Unless I'm confusing this, right? And not such and such, not the, the state officials or whatever, election officials. Because it seems like they're doing like, they're doing stuff that's basically lip service to pretend like they're giving an honest second look at this election, right? And I don't buy it. There was a fake, they were, what they were referring to as a fake recount of the Georgia thing the last time. But they weren't checking signatures, right? So I don't know. Signature match recount for the state, but I don't think that they're satisfied with it. I don't think that President Trump is satisfied with it. Interesting, huh? You never know what's really going on because these people are not trustworthy. So I have some background information on this so-called U.S. cyber attack. This is from CNN, right? So take it with a grain of salt. But this is what they're saying. The Department of Homeland Security, which they employed that Chris Krebs guy who said this was the most secure election in U.S. history. (laughs) As if he knows what he's talking about. He's an anti-Trump guy. I've seen his Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a simp. But their cyber arm... The DHS cyber arm, and this is a bunch of liberals in the deep state, right? But they have warned that the recent cyber attack affecting government agencies is far broader than the officials had thought. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA. That's the very same agency that put out that statement. And Dominion Voting Systems and Smartmatic Voting, whatever their name is, Smartmatic, are both... In that board, the Cyber in, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, they're on the board for that. So, you're going to trust them? But they said that compromised software program, SolarWinds, and you, men- you heard a caller mention SolarWinds, is the company, the program, isn't the only way that hackers infiltrated the networks, and those responsible may have used tactics, techniques, and procedures that have not yet been discovered. This news just escalates already growing concern about the scale and scope of the breach. But the election was totally secure, guys. (laughs) These same people saying it was the most secure in history. Uh, The agency says it poses a grave risk to the federal government and other areas of the public and private sectors. Lingering questions about how long the breach went undetected by the U.S. government. And when President Trump, who stayed silent on the matter, may address it. I don't know if he's talked about it since this morning. Crazy, huh? But CNN doesn't care about America. They don't love America. You're going to trust them? They don't even honestly care about the economy. How people are losing their jobs with this COVID shutdown, right? I told you about how poverty, the poverty rate is through the roof with this. And I don't really buy into the notion of this poverty rate thing. But it is admitting that people are not uh, thriving as they were under the Trump economy. Now we're under the commie economy, the commie COVID economy. This is not the Trump economy. It's just not. 
More bad news on the job front, reports CNN. Another 885,000 people filed for first-time unemployment benefits last week. Marking an increase in claims far above what economists expected. Unemployment numbers been increasing for weeks now. 14 million people relying on the government coronavirus aid programs that are set to expire at the end of the year unless Congress acts. And so they're leaning on Congress to act, not, not to open up. And from what I understand, I heard that Los Angeles County is at 0% capacity in their ICU intensive care units, right? In the, in the, um, these hospitals, 0% capacity. That means we're completely full in the hospitals. And yet we did all this shutdown stuff. And for what? Nothing. You know what I suspect? They, that I suspect that the mainstream media and some of these officials, these doctors, these Democrats, scapegoat the whites who are leery about these shutdown things and being like, no, I'm not going to wear a mask when I don't have to wear a mask and I'm not going to do this or that. They scapegoat the, the whites and the sensible conservative people who are questioning authority, right? And they used to say, oh, question authority. But now we're, we're doing it, and now they're mad at us for it. I think they're scapegoating us when, meanwhile, the um, people who don't pay attention to politics at all, the POCs, you know, they talk about how blacks are disproportionately affected by COVID. And did, who told that story? There was somebody, who, you don't have to answer it. Somebody told this story of kin folks. <laughs> people he knew all meeting together when we're not supposed to be meeting together and people doing these house parties meanwhile the restaurants are shut down the restaurants that are trying to be a, that have been trying to be following the rules and being responsible to their customers and to their workers and everything they're getting shut down but meanwhile there's these house parties and barbecues and blacks and Hispanics not paying attention to that stuff, and some of them are fat or have problems. Yeah, black people, at first, it was thought that black people don't really get COVID. <laughs> they said, oh, that's a white people disease. And they didn't really care. I think that those guys, some of them, obviously most of them are not suffering at all because this is not a serious thing for young or healthy people. But if you're unhealthy, you have... Um, diabetes, you're overweight, you're older, weaker, something wrong, something awry, you may be suffering from this disease, right? This COVID thing. It's a serious thing, right? I think that that's what's happening, that all these people in LA, they're not paying attention to it. Yeah, they're not allowed to go into the restaurants, but they're still at home with, or going to friends' houses and stuff, and they're trying to make it outlaw to even... Go to another person's household. You heard about that in different states by Democrats. But I think that that's what's happening. More so than the responsible non-mask wearers, right? Who knows? Who knows? But I think that that's what's happening. That there's a whole lot of Hispanics and some blacks in the L.A. County area. And I would like to see the makeup of those people who are 
the demographics and the age range and the body weight, body mass index, BMI, right? The fat content, <laughs> the fat percentage of these people who are suffering from COVID in the hospitals. Not to not have mercy on them, but to get at the truth of the situation. Because these shutdowns of the economy is not based in reality. It looks like Congress may not get any sort of bill done by the end of the week, meaning there could be a brief government shutdown this weekend. Oh dear, said one GOP senator. Said, uh, this is CNN reporting. Remember, government funding and pandemic stimulus measures are tied together because Congress hopes the combination will get two critical tasks done at once and increase so-called bipartisan support, but it really hasn't so far. But I don't want a government bailout. I want everybody back to work. Don't you? I mean, you can, yes, we, uh, I guess we could have a little bit of stimulus, I guess. But no, these people are enemies of America. This is communism that they're pushing in. What a mess. And I don't, are you really going to try to work with these Democrats? They're the scum of the earth. So right on to the rhinos not working with them. I mean, I know that a lot of you guys want Trump bucks, right? Trump bucks. <laughs> okay, but I don't want Democrat bucks. They're taking away our, you know, not my job. I'm essential. I'm media. Did you know that podcasts, podcasters are essential workers? <laughs> According to, I think, Cali- I think it's the state of California. It says, if you do a podcast, that's essential work. <laughs> What a joke. Yep, pure communism. Yeah, I mean, think about the media world, the entertainment world, as the great conservative Jewish uh, comedian Evan Sayet said, liberals are filling up all of the so-called areas of work in which they don't do anything. They just play like someone who does, or they talk about people who do. So maybe I should be a liberal. Because I talk about the people who do stuff. Or in, in this case, it's do-nothing politicians. All talk, no action, right? Or the actors, they pretend to be doing something. But they're still working. Because they have all that kind of money to um, pretend like they're following the COVID rules. It's ridiculous. Anyway, that's my rant. Oh, Art in Ohio is on the line, has a great point. Art, what's up? Hey, what's up with you, Hack? How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Hey, I'm Art. I'm Art. Hey, that's why I was telling uh, Chris or whatnot. Uh, they seem to be worried about with this COVID or whatnot. You got all these. I'm just no, noticing that it's a lot of Americans that are hypochondriac and got, have <laughs> high anxiety. And they yeah. riding in these cars, and they got masks on, and they just look. They got both hands on the steering wheel, and they just act and look extra nervous. Yeah. And it's like, when you look at them, I can be in another car, and it's like I, Art has some Cyclops X-Men glasses or something. I can see through the car, and I'm like, baby, you might not need to be just worrying about no mask and COVID. You might look like you need to be in a... Uh, a fitness class or doing some type of exercise. Cholesterol might be your biggest problem. Right. Diabetes and sugar and uh, chitlins and... <laughs> hey, hey, what's uh, wrong with chitlins? 
No, I'm just saying <laughs> all the extra. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Know what I mean, you gonna. But I'm saying some people take it to the extreme. Yeah. Like, it's cool. I mean, you know what I mean. Every too much of anything can be bad. You know what I mean? Yep. Very true. And it's just like we all know. I know pretty much everybody that's watching this show got a, a logical functioning brain or whatnot that God's blessed them with. Except Long for Tony. Story short. Except for maybe Tony. Well, yeah, except for <laughs> Tony Earl. or whatnot. He, <laughs> And Earl, and Earl, they 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 like the Chinese. They uh they like liberal spies. They just they just watch. The, <laughs> you yeah. know what I you know what I figured out about them? They uh get a lot of as what we call in the hood game, meaning knowledge in street touch, uh, slang and terminology. They they learning stuff so that we keeping them we keeping their brain firing and function just like us, <laughs> like crossword puzzles 70. for the old people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so I can't even be mad at them because I'll be rather, rather, rather than watch this show than be watching uh, CNN. At least they try, they getting a little, a lot more of the truth here yeah. versus CNN. You know what I mean? Yep. But it's it's just it's just crazy with this COVID. They got everybody. The news got everybody, meaning the American citizens, so messed up thinking about this COVID and thinking it is more worse than what it is. And I see uh, I see that civilians ended up turning against the news, and they're going to be awfully uh, – they're going to be asking for uh, mercy. But, uh, I mean, just as far as – once the gig is up and everybody see that you've been uh, juking them and running this game on them and everybody done lost their jobs and you done messed up everything and ran the country to the, to, to the toilet – People are going to end up turning on you, and you can't be mad at them because you forced them to be in that position. So, I mean, I follow the Constitution and the laws, but you can't feel bad for somebody when they – I mean, you had a freedom of speech to call me a, a B-I-T-C-H, but <laughs> uh, I, I, if I punch you, then more than likely I'm going to end up going to jail, and I'm going to end up having to do that time for punching you in your face. What I'm saying is there's a, a – action and a reaction, a reaction and an act. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's consequences for everything that you do. But I'm just so flabbergasted. I'm going to get up off this phone because I've been running yapping my mouth. Long story short, uh, I'm just so flabbergasted that the news is pushing this narrative, having a lot of these people thinking about this COVID. When we know a lot of these young kids, they going to these little house parties, yep. they kicking it, meaning having fun, not wearing no masks. Grabbing booty, just like Trump said, or grabbing, you know what I mean, yes. like Trump said, or whatnot. And uh, <laughs> they're not wearing, they're not uh, wearing masks. So I'm just like, I, just like I know, I don't interact because I, I don't wear masks. So I'm trying to figure it. Let's do the math. Nine months later, me or I've been walking around here not wearing masks, interacting with a whole bunch of people. And you mean to tell me, God bless me, that I ain't got the COVID still and yet? You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's what I'm saying. Some people don't know how to observate. Observate. They do too much listening to fake people and, and, and trapped into the fake programming of the news. Yeah. That they don't know how to do their own observation. You see what I'm saying? Very true. But, uh, God bless you. God bless you. Like, I you have too much or whatnot. Uh, God bless Joel, Chris, and Nick. And man, y'all better get uh, Chris up out the bunker, man. Because I was talking to him on the phone. I'm like, man, where Chris been at? <laughs> <laughs> He's a solid guy. Yeah, man. Yes, sir, man. God bless you. Hey, God bless Trump. We still with him, and uh, uh, we still with Pence, too. Pence with us, man. He better get his mind right. Nice. 2020. I'll catch you. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you, Art. Take care. You know, somebody said, did Pence... Oh, was that a super chat? Let me read these super chats, just catch up, make sure I haven't missed any. Somebody said something about Pence, that he got a COVID vaccine, 
I mean, he's in the government. He's supposed to, right? He's young and strong, right? He can handle any vaccine damage, and he's had his kids already, hopefully. <laughs> Here is a uh, easily distracted 06 gave a diamond. Thank you. Appreciate the support. Steve111 gave a ninjagini. Very generous and said, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Good job, Hake. Love you, everyone, with a heart. Appreciate the support. Yes. Don't need to be afraid. And I will be checking this stream labs. Thank you to Shorty Shrew, King Alpha Nerd, Justice S, and uh, Hot Computer Smell, and the rest of the regular supporters on streamlabs.com slash Report. You know, I got this tip from uh, Big Bump about Bill Cosby over during the Jesse Lee Peterson show when I was guest hosting. I think the third clip that we played, yeah. Pat Buchanan was guest hosting for um, Scarborough, Joe Scarborough, the guy who's gone full Trump derangement syndrome and divorced one wife, married his co-host, Mika Brzezinski, MSNBC host. Well, Pat Buchanan is a nationalist. He loves America. Um, Friends with Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse Lee Peterson debated Liz Brown, the late Liz Brown. I just found out that she died about Bill Cosby telling blacks, and honestly, Bill Cosby's statements are really honestly to whites and to, like, normal-thinking anybody, blacks, everybody, Hispanics, Asians, uncontroversial, just common sense about be responsible. There's major problems, heavy irresponsibility in the black community. And that lying Liz Brown woman said, Oh, we, he's been, we've been dealing that with, with the problems in the black community since the beginning of time. No, you haven't. Liar. Why haven't they gotten better? So, according to the Daily Wire, and this came out in 2016, right? During the um, attack on Bill Cosby. You know, they, they hated Bill Cosby for this reason, that he called out the blacks. And it's so ridiculous. It's like, it's just the truth that he's telling him. Simple truth. But was it Hannibal Burris? I always forget how to say what the name was. I think it's Hannibal Burris. I may be butchering the name. Some comedian said, uh, he mocked Bill Cosby as saying, pull up your pants. And And then Hannibal Burris is, Yeah, but you rape women. You rape women, Bill Cosby. Just repeating a smear, a rumor, a lie. Well, and so he he points out, and he pointed out for himself that that's the reason that he hates Bill Cosby, is that he calls out, he calls out the blacks for being irresponsible. That's Hannibal Burris right there in the picture if you're watching the video. But Bill Cosby... It was calling out for responsibility, and to this day, he's actually doing that. Responsibility. So this Ebony editor, according to Chris, I mean Chase Stevens, a writer for Daily Wire, at least at the time, says an an editor for Ebony magazine. Ebony is a black magazine, right? Female. If Cosby supported Black Lives Matter, we'd be less willing... To turn our backs on him. 
And that's also just the plain obvious truth. That they're very aggressively pro-black. <laughs> MSNBC's Melissa Harris-Perry. A kooky woman. Black female. Mixed race, though. I think she's mixed race. Black female. Uh, academic. MSNBC host. When the MSNBC has gone off the deep end, right? Possibly the world's worst excuse for a news talk show host, while at the same time being the best example of progressive liberalism's victimhood, race-baiting, feelings-over-facts, crybabyism that fuels the entire left's worldview. That's, uh, that's editorializing from, Chris, from Chase Stevens in this 2016 article. This week, though, her guest, Ebony Magazine senior editor Jamila Lemieux. Lemieux? How do you pronounce that? But I'm familiar with this name. I've tried to invite her on the show before. She might have banned, I mean, she might have blocked me or Jesse or something like that. But Jamila, J-A-M-I-L-A-H, Lemieux. I guess she's Creole. L-E-M-I-E-U-X. It's a French kind of a last name, right? Suggested that if Bill Cosby had been a supporter of hashtag Black Lives Matter, the criticism for her fellow from her fellow leftists would have been much less severe, and we all know that. And I can't help but to wonder, say, say Mr. Cosby didn't have that sort of respectability politics. They call that respectability politics, meaning common sense. Oh yeah, uh, the Fallen State producer invited Jamila Lemieux on the Fallen State many times, too. Look at this piece of work. But honestly, she's telling, like, what everybody, <laughs> I don't know if she's no, is aware of what she's admitting. If Cosby didn't have that respectability politics, uh, less heavy-handed against single mothers and complicated-sounding names, <laughs> and wearing your pants low and listening to hip-hop, say that wasn't who he was, say he was a supporter of Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> jo- Joelle says, we don't want her, the Creoles don't want her. <laughs> Say he was a leftist, which he is. He's a liberal. He's pretty much a liberal, but just a more American liberal, not an anti-American liberal. One who's has a little bit of common sense to him, which sounds like conservatism to them. Say he was really on our side, quote-unquote, politically. Would we be having this conversation? How willing would people be to turn their backs on him? And honestly... She's telling the truth. I mean, she's questioning towards the truth, right? And uh, so, right on to her, I guess. Even though she's, she probably supports that. <laughs> she just admitted our side. The side of evil. The side of degeneracy. Talk about enemies of the blacks, right? I talk about how the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, is a complete misnomer because they defame Christians, whites, men. They support the LGBTQIA stuff, the false cries of racism against whites, the false cries of anti-Semitism against whites and against blacks. And they end up just increasing resentment and feeding that victim-minded mentality to Jewish people. That's the ADL. Same thing with these so-called pro-black people. They promote 
just the self-destruction of the blacks. What a shame. The conversation began with the subject of respectability politics and comedian Hannibal Burris's line that helped stoke this eventual Cosby media firestorm. I'm glad that I remembered it correctly, right? In his stand-up, Burris commented, Pull your pants up, black people. I was on TV in the 80s. And then he said, Yeah, but you rape women, Bill Cosby, so turn the crazy down a couple of notches. And that was shots fired. That's evil. And Hannibal Burris is a male, a grown adult male, and black. So shame on him. Female-minded, not realizing that he's promoting uh, accusation culture. And this was before the Me Too movement, by the way. Bill Cosby, his accusations, I mean, I guess there had been rumors about him, but... This guy put it out in the, it went viral. I remember seeing it on that sleazy outlet, TMZ, which supports just, TMZ is kind of supporting, like, prodding along the destruction of America, right? They really are, culturally. And they're not the worst. They're not, they're just among them. But they've been behind some of these viral destructions of men. They did, they were behind that, um, destruction of, uh, that Jewish guy who owned the Clippers, Donald Sterling. <laughs> Sterling. Donald Sterling said to his girlfriend, or female, whatever she was, assistant, <laughs> don't hang around with those blacks. And honestly, nobody really has any business being mad at him about it. But Magic Johnson got on the bandwagon, and everybody else, Adam Silver, <laughs> the head of, I chuckle at those, these names, the head of the NBA, the NBA commissioner, skinny guy, weird old looking guy, and also that coward who ran um, that, ba- that basketball team, and he's from Texas or somewhere, he's a Millionaire or billionaire? I think he's a billionaire. Oh, man. Cuban. Mark Cuban. He knew that that was wrong, what they were doing to Donald Sterling. And so he's, like, giving, like, this cowardly counter-signal to, oh, where do we draw the line of free speech and imposing on people? Where do we draw the line? But he was too much of a coward to make a strong stand and be like, Donald Sterling... That old coot has the right to be for whatever. Hopefully that's not a bad word. I don't think it is. Has the right to be whatever. We don't have a right to impose on him. Blackstone, he's nice. He's gotten (laughs) awards from the NAACP or whatever, which maybe that should, maybe everybody who's gotten awards from the NAACP should be disqualified. But even President Trump has gotten awards from the NAACP, right? So people repent. (laughs) Uh, what a mess. But that was TMZ. Who, they leaked, they leaked illegally taped recording because it's not legal to record somebody secretly. It's two-party consent law in the state of California. But that girlfriend or whatever she was, I'm opening the treasure chest, guys. That girlfriend or whatever she was, 
weirdo model with too much work done on her face in the past. What a shame. Steve, S- v. Stiviano leaked that, uh, that audio conversation to, uh, to TMZ, and they shared it and said, oh, that's racist. And they tried to take down, did they try to take him down? Um, Kanye West. I kind of liked that segment because Kanye was kind of telling the truth. Treasure chest is opening, guys. So, just degeneracy in the culture. What a mess. Terrible. You haven't heard anything about the Taliban lately, have you? Well, here's some information. America's top military officer met with the representatives of the Taliban in Qatar. Or is it Qatar? Q-A-T-A-R. I pronounce it Qatar. This week, during an unannounced trip to the Middle East, this is from CNN, right? Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, discussed the need for a reduction of violence in the area. (laughs) You guys got to calm it down, which was a major condition of the agreement that was struck between the U.S. and Taliban back in February that could pave the way to ending America's longest-fought war in... Isn't that Afghanistan? 19... 20 years? How long have we been in Afghanistan? I think we went into Afghanistan right after 01, right? After 9-11? So that's 19 years and counting, right? The insurgent group's attacks against the Afghan government have continued. U.S. officials say it hasn't broken with Al-Qaeda either. Another big condition of the deal. This all comes amid ongoing reduction of U.S. military forces in Afghanistan Ordered by the Trump administration, ordered by President Trump and his own people, it seems like, have been trying to undermine that. And I think that even people in Congress have been trying to undermine President Trump trying to end endless wars. Shenanigans. Some of you guys know more about this war stuff than I do, but I think that you guys have a point, and President Trump, too, wants to end endless wars by the way, CNN claims that the president had an election defeat. Well, it's not over yet, CNN. It's not over yet. Uh, Mo Betta stand up, gave a diamond and said, giving back, Hake and expert, five-hour show. Nice. Appreciate it. Make sure you catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. It is excellent, and Jesse Lee Peterson will be there. White Chris says, Dems and Republicans alike do not want to end the endless wars. That's so true. And, you know, I'm leaning more towards, uh, you know, how these people are, are wanting to become stubborn and not vote for any rhinos ever. I'm growing sympathy for that cause. Because these people are, they're not standing with Trump. They're j- chomping at the bit to get away from Trump. Mitch McConnell... Didn't Mitch McConnell's, was that Mitch? He said, uh, who's married to a Chinese lady, who's like, I heard that his fa- her family, his in-laws, are like billionaires in the, like, shipping industry or something. Communists, too. What a weirdo. He was an early adopter of that interracial get-with-an-Asian-woman-if-you're-white-man thing. <laughs> 
But Mitch McConnell is pretending that Joe Biden is president-elect when it's, it's not over yet. We'll see what happens. Anyway, guys, um, The Fallen State is coming up in just about an hour here. Make sure you check it out, thefallenstate.tv. Also on BitChute and Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E. Yes, we know that it's not the correct spelling of Odyssey, but that's how they spell it. It's connected to library, LBRY.tv. Check them out, guys. And Jesse Lee Peterson was out of town today, but he will be back. It will be excellent. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Make sure you support. Um, it's a great opportunity to, su- to support that uh, matching gift. The guy wants to encourage other people to give, and it's a nice uh, gesture. So do support. Thank you, guys, for it. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse's stuff. JoelFridayTV.com over here. Also, TheGiftedOfDance.com. Nice. All right, guys. Take care.